Your experience of life is not what happens, but how you name what happens. Your experience is the story that you tell yourself. You can't unring the bell, but you do decide what it means for your life. Don't collude with disempowering narratives. See from new perspectives and set yourself free. Greetings, everyone. I'm Reverend Deborah L. Johnson, also known as Rev D, and so happy to have you with me today on my Change What You See podcast. At the beginning of the year, so many of us are busy with our New Year's affirmations and our goals and our resolutions, our planning. This is a great time of introspection and reflection, evaluation. We're taking a look at the things that we've accomplished, the things that are still ahead of us. It can be a time of great excitement and it can also be a time of great angst. It's easy for us to get into a lot of contrast and comparison, um, even competition. I know that it's real popular these days, the idea about the laws of attraction or manifesting things. And I just want to bring a little bit of clarity to what all that is about. Yes, you can, in fact, draw into your experience almost anything if you focus enough attention on it. But if you really want to go for it in life, don't just objectify people, places, and things and feel as though once you manifest them or bring them into your experience that it's going to make you something. Listen to what I'm saying. So many of us are trying to get something from the outside, thinking that when we have it, it gives us the permission to see ourselves differently. For example, when I lose the weight, uh, then I can see myself as attractive. When I make a certain amount of uh, income, then I can consider myself to be successful. When I actually manifest some sort of uh, romantic partner, then I know that I'm lovable. We set these things up as prerequisites. The only thing that ever needs to be healed is just the sense of separation. That's all. It's just a sense of separation. So as you're looking for different things that you want to manifest and bring into your experience, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why? Why do you want that? But most especially, who do you think you will be once you have it? Who will you be? How will you show up in the world? Focus on that. Don't focus so much on the thing that you think that you want to happen as a prerequisite to give you the permission to be who you want to be. Focus on being that. Focus on being that. 
For example, why do you want that job? Well, I want the job to feel creative. I want the job to feel successful. I want the job to make sure that I have a steady income. I want the job so that I have opportunities uh, to work with other creative people. I I want the job so that I can uh, further my career and have other opportunities in front of me. If that's what you want, affirm that. Just start affirming that. I am a creative person and I am appreciated, recognized, and well compensated uh, for my works. I have the opportunity to be in collaboration with people who are absolutely awesome, who challenge me to grow and to expand. Affirm that I have ample sources of income and abundance. There are so many opportunities that are opening up beyond anything that I can ever imagine. Can you feel how those kinds of affirmations have you be so much more expansive? Don't just affirm that I'm in a romantic relationship. Who will you be? Who will you be? The love that I have to give is overflowing. Every day is filled with fun and uh, aliveness. Support is everywhere around me. I am uplifted, nurtured, and cared for. I have the opportunity every day to bring smiles to people's lives, to express loves in ways that enables them to discover more of the greatness of who they are. Can you feel how focusing on these kinds of things expands you? And what you'll find is that the expression of those things It's going to happen in so many other ways. You were focused on just that job for the creative expression and the opportunities and all of that. Maybe it happens with some sort of uh, civic or social engagement that you're involved in. Maybe it happens with something at your kid's school, your own school. Maybe there's something that happens with a spiritual community that you are involved with. You never know. Don't limit the great I am uh, by your plans. I remember distinctly there was a time in my life when I was feeling like I just wasn't having enough fun. I just really wanted to have more fun. My ministry, um, Inner Light, has always been very big on prison outreach. It's actually been one of my favorite ministerial um, activities. There's one prison in particular that we visited for over uh, 20 years. All kind of great programs that we've done with uh, the people inside. 
we first got our start through arts and recreation with a guy named Bruce Bickham, who has uh, since passed on. And I can remember we were there one day with Bruce. He was having a a rhythm and a drum circle. So there were just all kinds of percussion instruments that were there, uh, rattles and shakers and drums and uh, things, honestly, that I hadn't ever even like seen before. And we're all playing. So you can imagine at this point, I don't know, there are probably 50 people in this room. Maybe 10 of us have come from uh, my ministry and the other 40 are guys there from the prison. And some of them were up against the wall and trying to look all tough. And I just take a little egg shaker or or a, a maraca or something and just put it in their hands. And we are having a grand old time. Uh, Bruce started to orchestrate us in different rhythms and different sections and syncopations and volume levels and doing the waves. And it was just so much fun. And I remember it occurring to me at some point in time, boy, this is fun. (laughs) I thought to myself, well, I'll be. I affirmed that I needed some more fun. Who'd have thought it had been in a prison? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows where it's going to show up? And what happens is that when we're just too entirely focused on it coming from one particular place, then we miss out on all of the ways that The universe is supplying us exactly what we need, but we can't see it because it's not packaged the way that we want it to be packaged. The other thing that I want you to be extremely careful of when you're doing your affirmations is getting into a sense of longing, of longing. As I said, the only thing that ever needs to be healed is just a sense of separation. And sometimes we can be so fervent in our affirmations that we are actually reinforcing the idea that it isn't there yet. By our constant sort of begging and pleading and beseeching We keep reinforcing in our minds that we don't have it. That's backwards. That becomes a negative affirmation. The reason why we're doing the affirmations in the first place actually isn't to manifest the thing that is the focus of our attention. The real reason why we're doing the affirmations is so that we can recalibrate, that we can recalibrate, that we can start to become the vibration and the frequency that resonates with what it is that we're trying to attract, that we literally become more of it. 
Who will you be when that thing manifests? Who will you hang out with? What will be your tastes? What are the things that you'll talk about? What are the kinds of things that you'll read? Where are the places that you'll visit? To whom and where will you turn for your inspiration? How will you keep yourself on track in regards to whatever this is? You start to move in those directions. And then the specifics of whatever that is that you're trying to manifest show up. They show up as a residual. They show up as a byproduct. Instead of me trying to manifest the relationship so that I can be a loving person, if I focus on being a loving person, then the relationship is the byproduct out of that. The relationship is the consequence. The relationship is the natural sequence that follows that particular train of thought and vibration. We literally have to become it, which is why I'm saying if we keep affirming too much in a way that makes it seem like we don't already have it, then we just keep reinforcing in our minds that we aren't it. If we do manage to manifest whatever that is, we won't be able to keep it. Studies have shown time and time again that people who get big windfalls of wealth rarely are able to hold on to it. They're just poor people with a lot of money. Because in their consciousness, they feel fraudulent. In their consciousness, they don't feel like they deserve it. So they're always looking around their shoulders to see if they're going to lose it. It could be the same thing with a person or a job. Wonder, can I hold on to this person? Can I hold on to this job? When are they going to find out that I'm not all of that and leave me? When will somebody else come around that's better qualified and take whatever this is away from me? So even if you do manifest it, you're going to be worried all the time about trying to keep it because it won't feel genuine and authentic to you. The affirmation is about cultivating your possibility consciousness. Cultivating your possibility consciousness so that you can imagine it, so that you can see it, so that you can become it, so that you are the fertile ground for it. You can try to manifest a mansion all you want to. But if in your own mind, having a nice apartment is not something that you can even accept or embrace or wrap your arms around, (laughs) you're going to be saying those affirmations forever, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You can talk about world peace. 
But if you can't make peace with your own siblings, you can't make peace with your own partner, it's not going to happen. It's so easy for us to focus sometimes on some big, extraneous, outside goal. But that's not the point of the affirmation. The point of the affirmation is for you to be it. Be it. Be it. Breathe that in for a moment. Breathe that in. Don't be the cow that gives a good bucket of milk and then kicks it over. (laughs) That's what my grandmother from Louisiana used to always say. Don't be the cow that gives a good bucket of milk and then kicks it over. We can do all these wonderful affirmations and vision boards and storyboards and all the rest of that. And then we betray them. We betray them. I talk about the mate that I want, but in the same time, I'm talking about how people aren't trustworthy and can't find a good man, can't find a good woman or whatever that is. No, no, you have to continue with whatever that is that you're have as the focus of your attention. Be in alignment with that. Reinforce it. Don't allow it to get in the way. Don't allow what you are saying to conflict with what you're thinking or what you're affirming. See, as human beings, we have this extraordinary capacity to say one thing, feel something else, think something else, feel something entirely different than that. Bring it all together. Bring it all together. Bring your words, your thoughts, your actions, your feelings, bring them all together so that they are all moving in the same direction so that they're all moving in the same direction. So your words aren't saying one thing, but your feelings saying something else. Your words can be talking about this wonderful mate that you want to have, but your feelings are still harboring a bunch of resentment and non-forgiveness. You got to clean up your heart. You have to clean up your heart. You can be talking about the weight that you want to lose while you're busy eating hostess Twinkies. No, your behavior has to be in alignment with the things that you are affirming. Okay, so don't just look around and see what's out there that you think you want to have, focus on who you want to become. Start moving in the direction of who you want 
to become, and then the outer manifestations will follow. (sighs) Breathe this in. Think on these things. Think on these things. Visit me in social media. Check out my other podcast. Let me know how you're putting this into practice. And see you next time. Thank you for being with us. Check out my other podcast shows and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What's on your mind? Share it with me in the Ask Rev D section of my new website, RevDNow.com. Please join my contact list. I'd love to hear from you and stay in touch. See with new eyes. <laughs>